This is the business of sports. Should Major League Baseball shorten up the season? How do we present football to the audience of the future? I don't think that most players understand the power that they have. Michael Barr. The future of IndyCar racing is looking bright. Scott Soshnick. Very basic math here. More bidders means more money. Evan Novi williams The team value has essentially quadrupled. And the leaders in the sports industry. Time to bring in our guest, Hal Steinbrenner. National Hockey League Commissioner Gary Bettman. Atlanta Braves President Derek Schiller. Patriots President Jonathan Kraft. Bloomberg Business of Sports. From Bloomberg Radio. Hello, I'm Scott Soshnick. I'm Evan Novi williams And I'm Michael Barr, and this is the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast where... We, we sounded like me, not we. Yeah, well, we, we try. Uh, explore the big money issues in the world of sports. And let's start off with... Well, today we got big money and issues. Yes. This, this, <laughs> this, is, is, like, this is a big money and issues. This is sad. I, I, I really thought the AAF had a shot. Well, what's happened now is that the AAF has suspended operations. Maybe there's a chance to get new financing down the line, but who knows? Yeah, that that's it. Who knows? And... We're hoping to find out more from some of the players and the executives that have if they do talk and explain what's going on. But apparently, Tom Dundon has said enough is enough. He told us uh, not long ago uh, about how much he spent and what his role is. And here's Dundon in his own words: "My involvement is, you know, I'm. We're trying to figure out how to uh, make sure that this is a compelling place for people to develop, you know, players and coaches and refs and technology and." You know, so far it's 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 gone really well, and now we've we've got a we one of our big goals is to create an opportunity for players that are on NFL rosters that haven't gotten reps to be able to play. And if 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 that were to ever happen, I think it makes us you know more interesting for sure. So, Eben, it sounds like Dundon was really hanging his financial hat on an ability to create some sort of affiliation with the National Football League and take the practice roster players and, and become sort of a minor league. Yeah, for the past kind of week, we, we, we've we seen a steady trickle of rumors out that, you know, the, the AAF was prepared to shut down if uh, if they didn't get that deal done with the NFL and the NFLPA to kind of be a feeder system, um, which obviously I think would help the AAF kind of gain some legitimacy. Well, sure, but there's um, no reason for the NFLPA to do it. Yeah, there's I think there's less interest from the NFL side. Um, yeah, there's, as you said, a lot more is going to come out about this from, from – from the back end, uh, the way this thing unfolded. Uh, but, you know, as he said, it's going really well. And then three weeks later, for, for him to pull the plug on the whole operation. And there's um, some sophisticated investors, by the way. You had Churning Group, Peter Thiel. I mean, Bill, right. Bill Polian, who, alongside Charlie Ebersol, kind of started the whole thing. You know, he issued a statement uh, right after the, 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 the announcement, essentially saying that he was disappointed. He made it clear that this was a decision that, that Tom Dundon made, not him. Um, but I do think that there is a lesson here about what happens when, when you take this size of an investment um, – um, there was obviously confusion about the size of it overall. We always talk about strategic. We always talk about strategic, not just money, but strategic. Yeah. So more and to they, come. And they, they handed the reins over to someone who went a different direction than they wanted them to. I should add that uh, Dundon put in $250 million, and it looks like he's going to lose, what, about well, well, he put in, he, put, he was going week to week, so he put in about 70 75 Yeah. He had right. committed 250 So right. uh, if this is indeed it, you figure he lost about $75 million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking about millions. Yeah, keep going higher yeah. on the millions here. <laughs> a young man is about to get paid. Zion Williamson has what looks like to be set up to have a good shoe deal. Now, let's explain something. The Duke basketball player, 
might be former Duke basketball player because it looks like the 19-year-old is going to go into the NBA draft. When that happens, look out because he's going to get money. Could you imagine if Zion like puts out a statement saying, I enjoyed my time so much that I'm coming back for my sophomore year at Duke <laughs> University? <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's a good financial decision. Yeah, it's like, well, well, you know, it's not always about the money. Hey, Grant Hill went four years, turned out all right for him. Yeah. Your players went for Tim Duncan, went four years, turned out all right for him. Neither of those guys were Zion Williamson after their freshman year. Ooh. Either way. Ouch. Ooh, Grant Hill. I think Happy, Grant Hill may go down as the best player in Duke Happy history. to stand by that. But um, yeah, Eben, you cover this industry. Like, yeah. are, are, Is everybody going to be involved on this? Yeah, this is going to be your Nikes, your Adidas's, certainly uh, Under Armour probably, although they're, 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 they're restricting kind of spending money on things like this. Um, I ha- I mean, I think Puma and, and New Balance are probably both dark horses. You know, they don't have the deep pockets that Nike and Adidas have, but for one player and a player of this caliber, I certainly think they would, they would be willing to open the checkbook and then you have chinese companies right you have uh, wait, Li i Ning, haven't heard under armor have, yet i didn't Hanta. hear you say under armor i mentioned under armor oh, yeah i, I, I think just said they, it in here they may be a long shot because you know the way their company is restructuring right now they're spending less and less on, they don't on marketing in the in yeah. the major leagues and college sports um but you know this guy is according to you know people who well, know, know this better than wait, me you and i were talking about sonny vaccaro said this is going to be like top three biggest deal he's ever seen yeah lebron james signed an 87 million dollar seven-year deal um when he left when he entered the nba um certainly seems as though from what people are saying this zion deal is going to be significantly bigger uh, okay, that's big dollars. Well, I wish uh, I played basketball, but uh, I don't. Uh, <laughs> By the way, you want to laugh? I know, I know you have a hit to do, but you, you know what we want to laugh? What? I was walking to the subway this morning. Remember when I hurt my calf playing soccer a while back? Yeah. And I, I, I kind of like went to jump between two people. Don't do that. I, I, I tweaked the calf. I tweaked See? the calf. <sighs> Maybe I need a shoe deal, like one of those octogenarian all white big heel things that that's my regular shoe <laughs> <Shape man. ups. laughs> this is the bloomberg business of sports podcast i'm michael barr along with limpy scott soshnick and evan Novi williams it's true we're here each and every monday wednesday and thursday provided i could actually get here exploring the world of money and sports join us again at the end of the week when we speak with the biggest and brightest in the sports business industry you're listening to bloomberg business of sports from bloomberg radio around the world and online where you get your podcasts